Welcome to the She Speaks Spectacular series, a podcast that explores untold stories of young Nigerian women in the quest for self-discovery and relevance. A place to reflect, rethink, and re-strategize for a fulfilling life. Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of the She Speaks Spectacular podcast series. How are you guys doing today? Are you fine? Like I always do, you know, I start off by asking if you're fine. And I just hope that we do not just take it as just an intro. It's really not just an intro. It is really me seeking to know how you are doing. So how are you doing this beautiful Sunday? Are you well? Are you fine? Are you really fine and uh, doing good? How was last week? Was it good? Well, for me, last week was mm, was pretty much okay. <laughs> I was down some points, I mean, physically, but uh, I'm up now and I'm fine and I'm grateful to God for everything. It was a good week. It started off on a very great note and um, God really showed up for me this week and I am so excited. I think I have testimonies. Yes, it was a good week. It was a good week. I'm just thinking about the week so far and indeed it was a good week. God showed up for me this week in beautiful ways. He physically, financially, yeah, in my health, God showed up for me beautifully this week. So as I ask you, I wanted to just think of the ways that God showed up for you. It could have just been the fact that you went to the office every day and you returned safely. Not everybody had the opportunity to do just that. And the fact that you woke up every day healthy. Not everybody had the opportunity to do that. The fact that you had the strength to juggle all of the stressful things that you had to do during the week and you didn't break down, not everybody had the opportunity to do that. In fact, not everybody had things to do. Some people wish they had things to do, but I think God has blessed you with things to do and has given you the strength to do it. He's helped you through the week. So yes, the, you know, when you think about it, when you... Sometimes we just have to consciously think about the things that God has done, think about our lives, think about our journey, think about the things that we've done, and we would definitely see that God has been good. And so, yes, indeed, God has been good to us. God has shown up for us. You know, something that I usually do is every time that I get to praise God, I always tell him that I am more grateful for the things that he has done that I have not sinned. Because somehow, you know that how that Paul the Apostle says that the things that we see are physical and not lasting and the things that we see are eternal. So for me, it just gives me this understanding that the things that I do not see that God does is weightier. It is more than my mind can fathom. And most of the things that I see happening in the physical are as, as a result of all of the awesome things that God has done in the spiritual that I do not see. So because I cannot see it, it just amazes me. It just makes me wonder and to imagine all of the things that have gone out, gone on in the spiritual realm that has given birth to this beautiful miracle that I have experienced in the physical. So I know that a lot is going on in the spiritual. I know that God is doing a lot, not just fighting battles, by the way, because some of the time we think that the only thing that he does in the spiritual is to fight battles. No, it's not just fighting battles. He's doing some other things. So I just sometimes just think about the things that I know 
know that God is doing. And that's why that song, Waymaker, the part that says, even when I cannot see him, it, see it is working. Even when I cannot feel it is working. I am usually, every time I think about it, I know that it is even when I don't feel it or see it, that's when I feel like God is really doing a lot. Remember that story of, was it Elijah and his servants and how that, you know, the, the king had come with his army to arrest him as usual, like they always do. And the, the servant was so scared. I think it was Elijah. And the servant was so scared. And, you know, he just prayed and said, Oh God, open the eyes of this guy so that he can really just see what's going on here. And God opened the eyes of the servant and he saw a host of armies of God. And it just shows that for me, it just shows that there's a whole lot going on in the spiritual that I cannot see that affects my life. So the fact that I breathe in and out, something has happened in the spiritual realm that has helped me to do that effortlessly because some people cannot do that. So that the fact that I go out every day and return safely, something happened that I do not know, that I cannot see, but God came through for me. So for whatever small blessings, supposedly small blessings that I have received, God has done some unique, awesome and amazing thing that has birthed that blessing. So I have learned to be more grateful, not for the things that I have seen, for the things that I do not see. Because like Paul the Apostle said, those things are usually weightier than the things that you see, than the miracles that you see. So let's all develop a grateful heart as we approach this new week. Be grateful for all of the things that you have received from God. Even though they look small to you, they are mighty. It's just that you do not know the things that have gone into that miracle, that seemingly little miracle that you have received from God. And mind you, nothing is little. No miracle is little. No blessing from God is little. They are all massive. They are all great. And we all have to just be grateful to God. So on this, on this note, I think that was a good intro into today's conversation. Today, I'm so excited to talk about what I intend to. And like you've seen the topic, it is a conscience check. Today, we'll be checking our consciences. Yep. <laughs> and I am so excited about this. And I think that this is really important as we go on in life. Sometimes we just need to pause and have a conscience check. Even Paul the Apostle said it, I think, in the Corinthians. And he told the Corinthian church, you know, guys, you guys need to examine yourself. You need to do this from time to time to know if you are in the right place. If you are doing things in the right way. If your heart is where it should be or your heart is somewhere else. So you need to have that conscience check as often as possible. And that was what Paul told the Corinthian church. And I think that that's what God wants us to do today. This week, he wants us to have a conscience check. So there's a book I'm reading or I have read. And that book is titled Enjoying God by S.J. Hill. It's a beautiful book. I recommend the book to as many people who would desire to enjoy God. And there's a portion in this book. It's in chapter seven to be precise. In that chapter, it's fact that chapter starts off with a story of a nomad. And let me read out the story to you. I don't know if I'm a very good uh, reader, but I'll try. So I'll read out the story to you and then I'll, I'll explain what I want us, what I think we should know about having a conscience check. Okay, so let's do this together. The story is told of a desert nomad who awoke one night with an insatiable appetite. The nomad lit a candle and looked around his tent for something to eat. His eyes eventually focused on a bag of dates propped up in the corner. Being extremely hungry, 
he reached into the bag and pulled out a date. He took one bite and spit it out. Inside the date, it discovered a worm. Hmm. But he was so hungry that he reached back into the bag, grabbed another date, and proceeded to bite into another worm. He even tried a third date, but all he got was a mouthful of worms. Now, you would have thought that he would have stopped eating. Instead, this nomad blew out the candle, and in the dark of his tent, he ate the entire bag of dates. Hmm. Now, that's the end of the story. And this story just shows that in every human being, and in fact, I'm going to read some part from this book that says, within every human being, there's an insatiable desire or insatiable appetite for happiness and for fulfillment. Now, this desire can be very strong sometimes, that it drives us to do certain things. Sometimes it pushes some persons to switch off the, 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 their consciences and to do things like, for instance, like this nomad eating worms just so they could satisfy their appetite. Now, let's consider the story of the nomad. So this nomad was in the desert and he was hungry and he needed to eat food. And just right there in his tent, he saw a bag. I don't know where that bag came out from, but in the corner, he saw that bag and he opened it. And wow, there are dates in this bag. This is food. You know, this is like a blessing in disguise, so to speak. But he picks up one date, he bites into it and there are worms in the date. He picks up a second one, or maybe it's the first one. He bites into the second one. There are worms in it. He picks up a third date. He bites into it and there are worms in it. And he discovers that in all of the dates, there are worms in them. And this man says, you know what? I'm not going to kill myself. I'm not ready to go look for any food anywhere. Look at this one. It is here. I am hungry. And I think that this is a provision. So even if there are worms in it, I don't care. I don't care if these worms are healthy or not. If they will affect my stomach or not, I really do not care. This is it here. I'm not going to go out there. I mean, he had the opportunity of having to go out to look for food, but no, he says, no, I'm not going anywhere. This is one food before me, even if it requires that I have to eat worms. So what does it do? I don't want anybody to see me eating worms. And so he puts off his candle, covers his tent, and finishes that bag of dates. I, I think it's probably, it's probably a small bag. And so this, this man finishes the bag of dates in that room in the dark of the night where nobody can see him. Now, from this story, we realize that this man literally, as he put up that candle, he switched off the light of his conscience and cared less what anybody thinks, what he thinks. At that point, I am hungry and I just got to eat. And even if I have to eat worms alongside the dates, nothing, I mean, I don't care. Something would definitely kill a man, they say. So if maybe the worms will kill me, at least I will be satisfied of my hunger first before I am killed by the worms. And so he switches off the, the light of his conscience and eats the whole bag of dates. Now, how does this correlate or how does this relate with us as humans, as women, beautiful, amazing women created in the image of God? to fulfill a purpose that he has designed from the foundation of the world for us to live out. How does this correlate? How does this play in our lives? Like I already said, in every one of us, there was an episode I did, 
and that I titled The Unspoken Desire. In every human being, you and me, there is a desire. There's an innate desire. It is unspoken. It is there in you. It is something that you have had that you did not give yourself. It is a desire for satisfaction. It is a desire for fulfillment. It is a desire for relevance. Like I would always say, relevance. I use the word relevance a lot. It is a desire for relevance. In every one of us, women and men, there is the desire to be relevant. And that desire drives us. It is that desire that drives us through school. It is the desire that drives us from when we begin to you know, to have a knowledge of what we're doing, have a knowledge of, of right from wrong. It is that desire that drives us. It drives us through secondary school, through the university, and it drives us to get a job. It drives us. It just keeps driving us. I want to be fulfilled. I want to be relevant. I want to be satisfied. But then again, because this desire can be so strong, sometimes you're like, I need to be relevant. I need to be fulfilled. And sometimes we think, oh, I need to have money to be fulfilled. I need to have this to be fulfilled. I need to have this position to be fulfilled. I need to have this fame to be fulfilled. I need to get to this position. Until I get to this position, I cannot be fulfilled. And so we struggle so hard. We do everything. And sometimes in the process, we switch off the, the light of our conscience just because we want to get these things. Are you not like this nomad? Are you not like this nomad? What have you switched off in your mind, in your heart? What have you thrown away just because you are in search for something called relevance or fulfillment? What have we switched off? What have we let go? Like this nomad, he let go of his conscience. Have we at any point in our lives let go of our conscience, our, our integrity, our values, our principles? And you know, sometimes the way it works is, we just tell ourselves, it's just once. It's just once. Let me just do this just once. Let me just compromise just once. So recently I saw a video of, uh, of a, from a sermon that Joyce Myers preached. And she said, even if a hundred people around you are compromising and it seems like it is working for them, it doesn't give you the right to compromise. And to be very specific, if a hundred Christians around you are compromising, it doesn't give you reason to compromise. So for instance, imagine that this nomad had other nomads around and had seen that this nomad was eating a bag full of dates and they're like, well, if nomad A can eat the bag of dates filled with worms, then I, nomad B, who am I not to eat a bag full of worms? No, nomad A does not set the standard. So your standard is in God, is in Christ. And as a child of God, God should be the one that inspires everything that you do or say or the things that you act out. So today, I'm speaking to you as well as I'm speaking to myself. In this journey to fulfillment, in this journey to becoming who God has called us to be, in this journey to satisfying this innate desire, this unspoken desire for relevance and fulfillment and satisfaction, God is speaking to us today and he is telling us, you cannot lose your conscience in the process. You cannot switch off the light of your conscience in the process. You cannot abandon your values, principles that are founded in Christ and in the word of God. You cannot abandon them because of some momentary pleasure. You cannot do that. 
you cannot. And so I'm coming to you today to encourage you. I don't know who is around you in your office, in that business. You've seen all the people within that business who have been doing things that you know is not right. But you think, I mean, if they're doing this, and this guy says he's a Christian, I mean, he goes to church every day. So why can't I? No, you cannot. You cannot. You cannot put off the candle of your conscience and damn the consequences of sin. Sin is sin. If you have to lie to get that benefit, you just seem to do it. And even though God forgives sin, it doesn't mean that you have to deliberately go all out to sin when you can avoid it. You can't damn the consequences and throw your integrity under the carpet and say, well, I don't, all the girls have done it. It's just one night. I just do it one night and I'll move on and I'll come back to God and I'll repent and I'll be okay. No girl, you cannot do that. Oh, it's just a little forgery. I just forge a little bit. And you know, it's just once. It's just once. And once I just forge this just once, I mean, I won't do it again. No, girl, let me tell you something from experience. Once you start doing it, you will not stop. It will take a whole lot to stop. So avoid it. It is high time that as Christians, we stop putting off the light of our conscience. It is high time that we represent, we truly represent what we believe in or what we preach. There are a million and one Christians out there in the world, but our lives do not preach it. There are a million and one Christians out there in the world, but yet the light is scarce. We can hardly find light. And just, and the reason for this is because many of us have put off our lights like this nomad. We put it off. Like we go to the switch and we put it off. And just like Jesus says, you don't put on a light and you put it under a basket. You don't put on a light and you throw it under the bed. How would the light shine? And so God is speaking to us today through me. And I think he's speaking to me as well as he's speaking to you. He, we cannot afford to put off our consciences. We cannot afford to put off the light of our consciences. The word needs our light to shine. The word needs a representation of the truth and the light. We need to light up the word. I know that we want to be fulfilled. I know we want to be relevant. I know we want to make it. We want to be prominent. But you cannot sell your conscience in the process. So I'm coming to you today. Have you sold your conscience at any point? Have you switched off the light to say, you know what, let me just do this in the dark. Nobody would see me, but you can see yourself. So you don't even need anybody to see you. As long as you can see yourself, that's enough. You can see yourself and you can see what you have done. So the thing is, Somebody has seen you. You have seen yourself and God has seen you. And remember, you are supposed to shine as light. The word is supposed to see you and be drawn closer to Christ. So we cannot keep putting up the light of our conscience, ladies. We cannot. Sometimes some of us, we know better, but we choose to suffer the consequences of our sin just for a passing moment of pleasure, just because we want to enjoy it. I mean, he's going to give me 200,000 naira. if I do this for, I mean, why can't I? I'll do it and I'll repent. But how long are you going to keep living that life? One day you're not going to care if you repent or you don't repent anymore because you would have been neck deep in this compromise. It's a little compromise that, you know, compromises everything. Like Jesus would say, it's just a little leaven that, you know, that leavens the whole lump. A little yeast, the whole lump is, is already infected. So it's a little compromise that affects everything. So girls, I'm coming to you today to encourage us 
and to let us know and to let you know that you are not alone. We all are having to deal with these challenges every day. We all have to stare at compromise in the face every day and say, no, I choose light rather than compromise. No, I choose to stand my ground rather than compromise. No, I choose the right way than to compromise. And sometimes the people around us can call us stupid, can call us crazy, can say, now you're, you're on too much. Now only you sabi, now only you be Christian, now only you, you know, now only you only pass, you know, those kind of talks. And those things, you know, they, they have the tendency to weigh us down to, and to make us feel like, am I the holiest person? No, girl, you're not. But you have to follow the standard. You have to stay true to what you believe. Please. Do not become like that nomad. Do not switch off the lights of your conscience. Do not. Do not switch off the light of your conscience. God is calling us to put on the light of our conscience. Stand and represent the truth wherever we go. And also he has promised us that when we stand for the truth and when we do what is right, he will bless us. So you think that that thing, that 200,000, 500,000, a million, whatever the amount or whatever the benefit or whatever the things that you think you would receive or the promotion uh -huh, or the position or that, you know, that business title or that business benefit or whatever it is that you think you are going to lose if you don't allow that little compromise, God can give you a million times over when you do not compromise. And I'm not speaking gibberish here. I'm speaking the truth. I've seen God show up for me when I have stayed away from compromise. And I'm not here to tell you that I've never compromised before. Hey girl, I've compromised them so many times. When I think about some of those compromises, I regret them, but I have the opportunity to do better now. So God doesn't judge us based on our past. It judges us based on what we do at the moment. So let's forget about the things that we've done in the past and let's start to do better. There's grace, girl. There's grace. There's grace to stay away from compromise. But there's also that God also wants us to wake up and to say, I am done with compromising. I want my conscience to be clear. I want to stick to what my conscience is and I want to do what is right by God. I don't want to compromise. I want to stand. I want my life to reflect Christ. I want my life to reflect God. And when God sees that there's that resolve, then he gives you grace to do what you have resolved to do. So girls, as we go through the week, guys, if you're listening to me, as we go through the week, let us have this determination to stand our ground and to resist compromise. And let's have this daily conscience check, minute by minute conscience check to know if we are in the right or we are in the wrong. So let's do this this week. And I'm certain that God will bless us immensely. Okay, it is on this note, as usual, that I'd leave you in the arms of the Almighty. I'm always excited every time that I have to say that. And the truth is, I know that God has not disappointed me. Every time that I commit you into his hands, he's always taking care of you. So I trust that God will be with you through the week. Whatever it is that is the desire of your heart, the Lord will surpass it. He will bless you. He will bless the work of your hand. He will bless your mind. He will bless your hands. He will bless your feet. He will bless everything that you do. The Bible says that the steps of a good man, they are authored by God. Even in this week, as you go through this week, the Lord will author your steps. He will guide you. He will teach you. He will bless you. He will beautify your life and use your beauty to attract people to know him. I pray that it's going to be an amazing week for all of us. And on this note, let me confess my love to you. I love you so much. Okay. And I wish you all an amazing week. Bye.